Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027. And it is wonderful to be with you. And I do pray for many blessings on you this Sunday and in the week to come. Today I've decided to mix a few things up. And I'm going to look at Galatians 5 and the fruits of the Spirit. And then at the Lord's Prayer in a different light as an important instrument to bring those fruits into our lives. Now whenever I think of gifts... I think of my daughter who told me in primary school that sport was not one of her gifts and I had to accept that. And then I think of my gymnastics coach. When I was at school, we had to do all sports. We had to do all sorts of things. They wanted well-rounded people. And one of the things I was forced to do was gymnastics and it's definitely not one of my gifts. And I can remember being made to do a handstand on a balance beam and really hurting myself and the teacher getting into trouble for forcing me. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is that even with spiritual gifts, we can't force them. Paul, in his letter to Galatians, says that when it comes to the fruits of the Spirit, we can't force them or produce them on our own. We can try, and we may even end up hurting ourselves, as I did when I fell off that beam, but it doesn't work that way, no matter how hard we try. We can only have those qualities when we are connected to the Holy Spirit. So in verses 22 to 23 in Galatians 5, Nine qualities are mentioned, and no matter how hard we try, they are never going to just appear in our lives. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, as I said, and living in the power of the Holy Spirit for them to happen. When we are connected with the Spirit and living in the Spirit, then, as I've seen in my own life and in the lives of so many, buds appear as they do on fruit trees, and those buds grow into fruit. And when those fruits appear, the community is transformed. And the fruits do appear. They appear quietly with joy and a richness that is hard to describe. And they become a part of us. Paul says that this will happen when we live God's way. God brings gifts into our lives much the same way that the fruit appears in an orchard. And the fruits he mentions are love, joy, peace, patience, compassion, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Wouldn't it be beautiful if we all moved in those gifts all the time and produced those fruits all the time? While we listen to Spirits of the Living God on Hot 107, maybe we need to look at ourselves. How do we measure up? How connected are we? Are we producing those fruits in our lives? Because after all, producing the fruit is a gift of the Living Spirit. Enjoy. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Spirit of the Living God on Hot 1027. Good morning. You are listening to Sunrise with Shona, and it's wonderful to be with you. And if you've just joined me, I've been looking at the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5 and how we can't force ourselves to produce those fruits. They are a result of walking in the Spirit, the Spirit of God working within us. Perhaps another way to look at it, and it was just a meme that was sent to me, is that if an egg is broken from the outside, life ends. But if it breaks from the inside, life begins. Life with God is living life in the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God that is within us, being filled with that Spirit. Now one of the ways to ensure that we live in the Spirit is to pray. And one of the prayers we pray so often, especially in Anglican churches, Catholic churches, Um, Methodist churches, but I think in all churches, we pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples that we find in Luke chapter 11 and Matthew chapter 6. Now I'm going to read a version of the Lord's Prayer that I adapted using poetic license that really made me think because so often we pray the Lord's Prayer by rote because we know it so well 
and we don't think about what we're actually praying. So here is another version of the Lord's Prayer, and it's an interaction between God and the person praying it. So the person prays, Our Father who art in heaven, and God answers, Yes. Don't interrupt me, I'm praying. But you called me, says God. Called you? No, I didn't. I'm praying, Our Father who art in heaven. There, you did it again. Did what? You called me, says God. You said, Our Father who art in heaven. Here I am. What's on your mind? But I didn't mean anything by it. I'm just doing this kind of fulfilling a duty. Well, okay, says God. Go on. Hallowed be thy name. Stop, says God. What do you mean by that? What does hallowed mean? I have absolutely no idea. Well, says God, it means glorify and exalt. It means honored, holy, wonderful. Okay, that makes sense. I never thought about that before. Thanks. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Do you really mean that, says God? Sure, why not? Well, what are you doing about it? Nothing. That's your job, God, surely. And God answers, no, actually, you need to live in such a way, as I've just been talking about living in the Spirit of God, that you bring the kingdom a little closer each day. You need to see that your response is godly to all people, and you need to allow people to see my love at work in your life. Okay, God, but look, if you don't mind, I need to finish up. This is taking a lot longer than it usually does. Give us this day our daily bread. And I just love this because God says, stop, stop. You need to cut out the bread and go on a keto diet. Don't pick on me, God. But God answers, praying is such a dangerous thing. You just might get what you ask for. Remember, you called me and here I am. It's too late to stop now. Keep on praying. Well, go on. I'm scared to keep on praying, God. Scared of what? Because I know what you're going to say. Try me, says God. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And God says, what about the people that you wish ill on? What about the people that you refuse to forgive? Are you prepared to forgive them now? That's really hard, God. I know, says God, but I will help you. And how do you feel when you forgive? You feel free. Okay, says God, if you can forgive them, I forgive you. Let's go on with your prayers now. Go on. Okay, all right. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Good, says God, I'll do that. Just don't put yourself in the place where you can be tempted. Go on, finish your prayers. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And God asks, do you know what would bring me glory? What would really make me happy? No, says the person, but I'd like to know. I'd really like to make you happy. And God answers, you just did by praying. As you think about a different version of the Lord's Prayer, and I hope that when you pray it, you will think about what we're actually praying, because I'm sure like me, sometimes you just pray it by rote, because we know it so well. Let's really think about it today, if we pray the Lord's Prayer, and think about the fact that we are actually saying, Our Father who art in heaven, we are addressing it to God, and maybe think about what God is saying to us. Coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, Blessed Assurance. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Blessed Assurance on Hot 1027. Good morning. You're listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. I've been looking at Galatians 5 and the fruits of the Spirit, and I've been looking at how perhaps if we pray prayers like the Lord's Prayer in a meaningful way, being present to the moment, that those fruits become more manifest in our lives because we start moving in the Spirit of God. 
Now, I want to look at the Lord's Prayer in a little more detail now. I'm going to divide it up into six sections. And in each section, there are questions that you need to ask yourself and reflect on in your own life and your prayers and your desires. And so let's look at it in more detail. It is divided into six parts. The first part is our Father. So I want to say, what is on your mind right now? If God and God is present with you, if you can imagine that you're speaking directly to God, which you are, what is it that you would say to God right now? What would you like to say to God as a parent in this moment? Then we say, hallowed be thy name. What words would you use to describe God? And as I look at this, we can look at how we used to describe God and how we describe God now. I was brought up believing that God was this huge person sitting with a stick on a cloud, um, waiting to actually smack me if I stepped out of line. And if you don't go to Sunday school, you know God will punish you. If you don't do this, God will punish you. My image of God now is completely different, and the words I would use to describe God are completely different. I feel that God is this wonderful, radical, inclusive, loving being, and it's not quite the old man sitting on a cloud with a stick waiting to hit me. So what about yourself? Has your image of God evolved? Have the words you use to describe God evolved? Has your relationship with God evolved? Where are you with God today? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you believe that there is something you could do to bring God's kingdom a little closer? Something that you perhaps need to change in your own life? Um, something that you need to go out and do? It doesn't have to be change. It could be some sort of transformative action that you need to go out and do, some form of outreach. I'm thinking about the work that Hot Cares does, and we're coming up to the Teddython, and there's so much good work they do. Is there something that you could get involved in? in bringing about God's kingdom in the community in which we live. And do you know that God has plans for you? Do you truly believe that in your heart, that God has plans for you both now and in the future? And then give us today our daily bread, and I won't make the joke about the keto diet, but perhaps as we look at that, what are the three most important things that you would like to ask God for? And when I look at this, I just think a few weeks ago I spoke about Solomon asking for wisdom and knowledge and I have to say that my prayers have changed since I spoke about that. Because if we have wisdom and knowledge, some of the other things fall into place. If we have God's wisdom and God's knowledge, other things fall into place. What are three things that you would like to ask God for today? And ask God for them right now. Then the fifth station or the fifth part of this prayer is forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And here it always is a bit of soul searching. Who have you not forgiven? Who needs to forgive you? What do you need to ask forgiveness for? One of the ways in which I know that I haven't forgiven someone is that if I hear their name or I see them or I hear their voice, I have a feeling inside me in the pit of my stomach and then you know you haven't forgiven them. Then you need to go back to God and you need to forgive them from your heart and ask God to help you with that. Because it, after all, that sets us free. And we live in a forgiving way with the, forgiving, the forgiveness of God. So we live in forgiveness at all times. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. What are the things you need to avoid so you won't be tempted? And I'm going to give a very simple example here. I absolutely love chocolate. So one of the things I avoid is buying a whole lot of chocolate and leaving it in the house. Because if it's in the cupboard, I'm going to eat it. And then lastly, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. What do you need to do or change to make God and yourself truly happy. How are you showing up? 
And remember that just by praying this prayer in a meaningful way, being present to the prayer, being present to God and God's spirit as you pray, you are making God happy. And so as we look at this prayer this morning, I hope it's been helpful to you as you reflect on how you pray. And if you're struggling to pray, it's sometimes best to go back to these old prayers and just sit with them. To wrap up this morning, majesty and O let the Son of God enfold you. I hope you enjoy it. I wish you and your family a wonderful and blessed week, and I pray for protection over you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you need to get hold of me, you can on Shona at hot1027.co.za. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027.